This is the DCN Weekly, the podcast that brings you a regular roundup of Australia's maritime and logistics news. This episode is for the week ending on the 10th of March 2023, and I'm DCN editor Ian Ackerman. In the news this week, Senator Bridget McKenzie called on the Minister for Infrastructure and Transport, Catherine King, to issue a Section 11 exemption from the Coastal Trading Act to allow international ships to carry food and essential goods to the East Kimberley region. Floods have washed out the main roads connecting the regions to the Northern Territory in the east and the rest of WA to the west. Local media has reported there has been no fresh food delivered to the East Kimberley in days, and grocery store shelves are empty. However, ADF aircraft are expected to bring food into the area, and a barge with supplies has departed from Darwin. In a speech to the Senate, Senator McKenzie said the communities in the area were struggling and stranded, and international carriers were at the ready to carry coastal cargo to the port of Wyndham in the East Kimberley. A spokesperson for the Department of Infrastructure, Transport, Regional Development, Communications and the Arts told the DCN the government was aware of and monitoring the flooding situation in the East Kimberley and would consider a Section 11 exemption if necessary. They said there were currently no outstanding license applications or a request for a Section 11 exemption to ship goods to the Port of Wyndham to address the current flooding situation. Last year, the then Infrastructure and Transport Minister Barnaby Joyce signed a Section 11 exemption under similar circumstances when floods in South Australia severed the main east-west freight route to Perth and southwest Australia. Also in the news, the Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry fined 14 furniture importers $13,320 each because they didn't act to minimize the risk of importing illegally harvested timber. The department's head of compliance and enforcement, Peter Timpson, said illegal logging has been linked to organized crime, civil unrest, corruption, species extinction, and environmental destruction around the world. He said importers must conduct adequate due diligence assessments and understand where they are sourcing their timber from and to limit the risk of it being illegally harvested. Mr. Timpson said the illegal trade can comprise up to 10% of timber products entering Australia, undercutting local Australian production, regional businesses and communities. And also, an Australian joint venture between Japanese organizations J-Power and Sumitomo Corporation has been selected as the preferred hydrogen provider to Japan Suisu Energy. The hydrogen gas will be produced in Gippsland and JSE will liquefy the hydrogen for export to Japan through the Victorian port of Hastings. This follows on from the successful demonstration voyage of the liquefied hydrogen carrier Suisu Frontier, which carried a cargo of hydrogen from Hastings to Japan in early 2022 as part of the Hydrogen Energy Supply Chain pilot project. The Hydrogen Energy Supply Chain project is now entering the commercial demonstration phase with the commitment of 220 billion yen, that's $2.35 billion, in funding from the Japanese government's Green Innovation Fund. The project has a production potential of 225,000 tonnes per annum of hydrogen. Several companies have said they were stepping in to help keep the Australian cold chain moving after Scott's refrigerated logistics went into administration. Rail operator Pacific National said it was working with a range of customers to keep refrigerated freight flowing. 
The company's CEO, Paul Skura, said in the wake of the collapse of Scott's refrigerated logistics, refrigerated container transport would inevitably shift from road to rail, particularly for long distances between the capital cities. He said Pacific National could increase its capacity to carry reefer containers by at least 5% every year from the current baseline of 150,000 reefers carried annually. And logistics road freight platform Ovload said it was leveraging its network of carriers to help find new opportunities for former shippers, carriers, subcontractors, and employees of Scott's refrigerated logistics following the bankruptcy filing. And finally, a Melbourne man was arrested and charged after allegedly importing 24 kilos of cocaine in an air freight consignment of water pumps. He was arrested after the ABF detected the illicit drugs concealed in the consignment, which was shipped from Greece to Melbourne. Police estimate 24 kilos of cocaine to have a street value of more than $10 million. And that's all for the top stories for the week ending on the 10th of March. For more on these stories and for more up-to-date maritime news, head to thedcn.com.au. Thanks for listening. 